Welcome to the Bill Simmons Podcast. It is Sunday night. We're breaking tradition. We are doing a Sunday night podcast because I am at a commission on Monday. I have things going on. We had to tape this on a Sunday night or you weren't getting the Cousin Sal podcast this week. Today's episode of the BS Podcast brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. Drop your old ticket app. Use one belt for 2017 and beyond. You can even do absolutely everything on your phone. Download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by Channel 33. That's the Ringer's most eclectic podcast. The second one we ever created. It features the most entertaining shows for pop culture, wrestling, gaming, soccer, and more. Shows like The Watch with Andy Greenwald and Chris Ryan. The Masked Man with David Shoemaker. Achievement Oriented with Ben Lindbergh and Jason Concepcion. And of course, my daughter's favorite, Jam Session with Amanda Dobbins and Juliet Littman. Subscribe to Channel 33 and all of the other Ringer podcasts on your favorite audio platform, whatever that may be. And by the way, TheRinger.com had a big back and forth with Malcolm Gladwell that I wrote uh, that we put up Thursday. That is the longest piece in the history of The Ringer. I'm proud to break the record and own it, hopefully for a long time, 34 minutes it's a long, long piece about the future of football. And if you haven't read it, go to The Ringer and check it out. And by the way, go to The Ringer more often because I might be writing there more often. In fact, I know I'm going to be writing there more often. Anyway, we have Cousin Sal coming up. We're going to do the Week 14 lines, which are, are so hot off the, fresh, uh, off the press. I mean, they're probably making them up right now as I'm talking. Anyway, let's do this. Sunday Night Pearl Jam. We are Sunday rolling. Sunday Night rolling. This brings me back to uh, when we first started Guest Alliance. We used to do this on a Sunday night. It was just me and you, Cousin Sal, on the phone. And we would guess the lines. We had no audience whatsoever. And we would bang through them as soon as we could. We literally couldn't wait to get to them. And now we have to do this uh, on a Sunday night, a rare Sunday night, because uh, I am out on, uh, on Monday. So thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Oh, what do you, well, I don't care. I, I would have gone and watched the game with you. You're like, no, no, no. Let me call you up. It'll be like old times. I was like, all right, we'll, <laughs> well do that. <laughs> I was thinking about your wife and three kids and the fact that you live like 45 minutes away. I was trying to look out for you. Don't think about them. People think about them too much, I find. So <laughs> this podcast is already dated because I'm sure all of this Cam Newton stuff is going to come out after we record and post and yeah. hit send and all that stuff. Something weird happened. I love the Panthers tonight. I thought that uh-huh. that was my favorite pick of the week. I thought they were going to go toe-to-toe with the with the Hawks. And if you had told me that Earl Thomas was going to go out in the first half and not come back, I would have liked it even more. And yet, uh, as we're talking, there's two minutes left. It's 40-7 to 7, Seattle, and they are driving for a garbage-time drive to cover. I don't even know what tee. Is there a 25-point tees they could cover? Is that possible? I guess, no. If you had the... Uh, if you had the- under on a teaser, you might be in trouble here. That okay. was the only thing I was looking at. Yeah. So Cam must have done something super funky, and it, it clearly rattled the Panthers because they mailed in the game. And to the, at one point, Luke Cookley, Keekley, Keekley, I call you Luke Keekley. <laughs> changed his name. That's how yeah. rattled they were. <laughs> he was so upset, and he's in the concussion protocol, and he was more upset than seemingly anyone on the field. Were you expecting that though? I was not. I thought it was going to be a great game. 
I did too. But so now, now the report that I read and maybe you read is that it was a minor team infraction, and so that Ron Rivera decided to bench him for the first series. And that seemed to be enough for Derek Anderson to put his stink on this game. He threw an <laughs> interception. And uh, Seahawks, uh, you look up, they're up 3 nothing with like 13-33 left or something in the first quarter. Not that this might have I, – I don't know. I don't know if that changed the game. But, you know, like you said, like, you know, people have lost thousands of dollars. They're doubling up on Seattle. The line went up a little. And yeah. then, uh, then they get this gift. Derek Anderson's a starter. Like, not great for Vegas, I would say. No, and I don't know what you do if you're the announcers either, but the Panthers are now 4-8 and eight and have mm-hmm. had this season from hell. And there's, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out over this ne- next month about clubhouse turmoil and Cam thinks he's bigger than the team. And who, who the hell knows how that's going to play out. What's interesting about the NFC is you have Dallas, who, uh, congratulations, you clinched the yes. NFC East today. That was great. You, Very strange. It's yeah. it, it would be highly... clinch the playoff spot, not not the NFCs. Clinch the, the uh, playoff bad. spot. Well, you're going to clinch the NFCs because uh, Eli yeah. took care of that for you today. Oh but, boy, did he ever! So you're going to be either a one or a two seed. I would say Seattle has the inside track on the two seed. You're probably the one mm-hmm. seed. Seattle has at Green Bay, home for the terrible Rams, home for Zona, and then at San Francisco. I don't see any way they're not a two seed. You're probably the one seed. I don't remember mm-hmm. having the top two seeds in a conference effectively clinched in the first weekend in December. It's been a while. It brings me back to like the mid two thousands, right? Yeah, you're right. Cause now, um, well, Atlanta's just going to be battling Tampa for the division win. That that's the, so they're a game and a half up on Atlanta, eight, three and one. I have to figure this dumb tie uh, math. Well, I would that's say Detroit's, up on Detroit's the threat. Oh, that's right. They're the ones they're eight yeah. and four. Yeah, no, Detroit is, uh, eight, yeah, you're at right, 8-4, and they have, boy, they, they smacked the Saints around today. They have the Bears yeah, next they week. They're at the Giants, at Dallas on a Monday night, and home for Green Bay. So they, mm. they're they going to be 9-4 and four with with the, the Lions having the sinking, Lions fans having the sinking concern that they're going to finish 9-7. and seven. But I will say their defense looked really good. I watched a lot of that game today. And Stafford just continues to make giant plays. And I, I, this was the first time I really felt like he moved into the MVP discussion for me because the Saints went an all-out blitz on the biggest play of the game. And mm-hmm. off his back foot, he finds Golden Tate wide open. And yep. it was one of those either home run or strikeout kind of plays that Saints struck out. Tate wins the game. But it feels like Stafford has done that. I, that specific kind of pull it out of his ass, but not really because there's real skill involved play at least like 11 or 12 times this season. I've been impressed. I think you're right. I think they're doing it with defense and quarterback protection. Like you, we're used to seeing him run for his life and then throwing up to one up to Calvin Johnson and either you know the flag or there's no flag or something. But like you said, the defense is great. This Glover Quinn is, is, unstoppable in the, in the, in the secondary. Yeah. And they have a guy named Z Zenner who had like 40 yards rushing. I, I don't understand how they're really doing it, but they are impressive. I think we can actually say, are we sure they're bad? I think we're sure they're not bad. They're pretty good. I, and, uh, are we, are we sure? They're going to continue to kill us. Are we sure we haven't <laughs> lost that bet? I think is another game we could easily play in that. We have the <laughs> NFC North and, you know, Green Bay has to get within one of them. Before right. week 17, Green Bay's got Seattle at home this week, at Chicago, home for Minnesota. So, I think if, Detroit needs to lose at the Giants and at Dallas for us to have a chance uh, week 17 
when they're home against and Green just Bay. just us. I don't. I, even though we're both selfish, <laughs> it, I, it's right. really America. That'll be a really fun game because that would be good. I, I was yeah. surprised they flexed your team on December eighteenth. They flexed the flexed the Bucks Cowboys, and on December eighteenth, right. you you might just have everything locked up almost at that point, except for the one seed. I mean, you'll still have something to play for, but it's hard for me to believe that's like the best game. But I guess they're just... I guess so. And uh, People are falling in love with Tampa Bay all of a sudden. It's Tampa Bay at Dallas. And uh, yeah, that'll be three primetime games in a row for the Cowboys. Well, I mean, we should mention the elephant in the room, which is that when the Cowboys are on a night game, it gets monster ratings every single time. Right. The, it turns right. out the, the cure for the yeah. NFL ratings is to just have a good Cowboys team. Yeah, no kidding. But man, yeah, this Bucks it's, it's team—it's getting interesting. It the, really is. Uh, I don't know. I, I will say, there's no. Even though teams are clinching buys and everything, and your Patriots are going to have a buy, and I think whoever comes out of Raiders Chiefs next Thursday will probably have a buy. Still not deathly afraid of anybody in this league right now. You me know, neither. like you can't tell me that no one's going to choke at home in the second round of the playoffs or in the conference championship or even the first round. So. I don't know why that is, but I don't. I don't get that feeling that I normally get when there's a dominant Patriots team entering middle of December or something like that. I, I don't see it right now. Yeah, and like, even what you, do you make of the Raiders? What do you, What do you make of the, this Raiders team? Oh, they 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 keep winning, and and yeah. I know that sounds stupid, but they keep finding themselves in bad spots, and they figure out how to win the game as it goes along, and doing whatever it takes to win. And their defense, which isn't good makes plays when they need to make plays and they yeah. you know lays the screws down when it needs to lay the screws down and Khalil Mack you know he's he's headed for a defensive MVP of the year which I think we bet on he We do have that right but it yeah. but it's all been Von Miller talk no. before the last couple of weeks I, I oh, think yeah. I think Khalil Mack is in I mean he single-handedly won that game on defense for them too Well that would be great now he did turn it around but I will say this about the Raiders I watched them and I bet the freaking Bills was my best bet looking yeah. good 24-9 uh, late in the third, and then they just fell apart and largely due to Khalil Mack. But the Raiders, I don't know if this makes them like a scary team or like uh, they're going to go away quickly, but they only play like two and a half quarters a game. Don't they? They take more than a quarter off a game. Uh, last week against the, the Panthers, they, they always seem to either have to come back or they go oh, or they have a big lead, and then they, they settle in for, you know, they do the Trinidad de la Hoya thing. Right. I don't know if that's good or bad. Like, does that scare you more, or does that well, make you think they're, like, fickle? What scares me is they have a big offensive line that seems to gain strength as the game goes along. Yeah. And when they have a lead, they can protect it. They have a quarterback who the the whole team has bought into him. I thought it was interesting after Khalil Mack made the last big defensive play he made in the game. He goes right mm-hmm. over to Carr, and it's like him and Carr. It's their team, you know. You really, yeah. you can really feel the chemistry. And I also think, at home, they're tough. Like those, that Raider crowd today. Even though they've been winning on the road too, I thought that Raider crowd today had a big effect on the game. And you know, they. This is around the time when you're starting to see the team separate a little bit. Like I thought, the Ravens showed us what we were kind of expecting, but even way more than I expected. Like their defense yeah. just was dominant and now they have that Patriots game coming up and I, I think I, you know I'm concerned about the Ravens but I, I think there's even though I know everybody's like there's parody nobody's that great I if if you're watching I think there are teams that are clearly starting to separate themselves a little bit I think Tampa's good Tampa the right. last three weeks they win in Kansas City they dismantled the Seahawks at home and they legitimately beat San Diego today 
you know, in right. San Diego, that was it. That was their season. And they're done now. So and they're a playoff team right now. If the season ends today, the division or not, they're the sixth seed in the wild card. Or the, yeah, they would go to Detroit if it if it ended today. Well, I think I I think I would pick Tampa over Atlanta at gunpoint. Oh, just to win the division? Yeah, yeah. I think they're better. I I Atlanta does some good stuff, but. I I just like the way Tampa has played the last couple of weeks, and it feels like too many teams have just gone into Atlanta and done whatever they've wanted for for quarters at a time. So I have for the playoff teams, I think New England, Oakland. I'm gonna say Pittsburgh. I'm gonna say Tennessee, definitely KC. Yeah, and then you have the Baltimore, Buffalo, Miami, Denver quartet with Baltimore probably with the most momentum right now in Denver too. So it really feels like it's going to be Pittsburgh, Baltimore and Denver, two spots for three of those teams. Would you agree with that? I would think so. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think Casey's in. I'm not, not yeah, Casey's in. I I, I actually think, and you know, they'll make me look stupid this Thursday night, but uh, I think they're the best team in the AFC right now. I think they were as, as, as detestable as Tyreek Hill is. This is what they've been missing all along for years. Like, well, I guess, you know, they had it with Jamal Charles, but yeah. on the wideout position or the flex position, wherever you want to put them, this guy is a playmaker and didn't even do much, but you have to have, you have, to have a, a, a spotter on him every time on the field, and it, it makes a difference for their offense. It's better than ever just the last two weeks. I think KC is the best all-around team as well, and people are going to talk about the two-point which was an incredible way to win yeah. the game, and now we've seen it twice in a year. But Alex Smith missed Spencer Ware wide open on the wheel route, uh, like about four minutes before that. He was wide open. He runs down for a touchdown. And it felt like the Falcons had kind of escaped once. And I'm not saying the two point was a complete makeup because mm-hmm. that was insane. On the other hand, when you're up one, there's four minutes left. And I know you're running a two point, you're trying to make stuff happen, but that's the one thing that can't happen. Like wait, even whatever yeah. two point play you have can't be a play that even has the potential to lead to that. So I don't know. It's just a bad you need coaching. a safe two point conversion there. You do. Yeah, or But it can't be the one where you're throwing and the ball's traveling in the air for a while and somebody can cut in front. By the way, I fa- finally figured out a name for the two point conversion that the defense gets. What is it? Would it? Would, do you have a name for it? Cause I feel pretty good about this one. Are you doing an acronym kind of thing? Like a pick two? Uh, go ahead. You, let me hear it. I was going to do an acronym. My apologies if somebody else has done this on the internet or on Twitter. I did not look. Um, all I have is my honor. That's all I have. <laughs> I don't like to steal stuff. Uh, right. I don't like to lie. I'm a huge believer in karma. So I did right. not take this from anybody. And if somebody independently also came up with it, uh, my bad. I'm sorry. What is it? The two point... Reversion. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's not a conversion. Uh, it's a reversion. It's a two-point like reversion. It, but, but Mike and Mike do that. That's what they call it. What do you mean? They call it the, they call it the reversion. Mike and Mike do. Do they? No, I don't know. I, don't, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I'm so fucked out. Oh, you got nervous, though. <laughs> I did. I was totally ready to tell Tate to take the whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now we're going to find out that they do call the reversion. No, I do like that. The no, two-point yeah, reversion. They won in a two-point yeah. reversion. You could also Very call nice. it the two-point pro version because pro is the opposite of con. Mm-hmm. But, uh, That's good. But, man, what a great rule. Hey, everyone gives the NFL shit. I like to think I'm among the leaders of the pack. But the two-point rule 
and the PAT rule and all the stuff that now has added this little extra, I'm not really sure what might happen at any point. All these little wrinkles I think are really fun. Mike Nugent's missed four of his last PATs, four of his five last PATs. I know, but I think that's bad, and I think we'd see more two-point reversions if if you just went for the conversion every time and didn't count this extra point nonsense instead of moving it back to the 50-yard line. But, no, it is it is fun. And how about this? I'll do you one better. Yeah. Andy Reid is out coaching uh, other coaches. Amazing. I never thought I'd say that, but He's... it's really happening. Like that, that game was close, but he won it on fourth and two when he went for the fake punt, and, it was a, and no one touched the, uh, the up back right up the middle. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to call him brilliant because he did lose to Tampa like two weeks ago, but right, right. I think he this is the best version of Andy Reid we've seen. And I got to be honest, I want to see him pee in a cup. I want to see what's in his blood. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think Tate. I watched the uh, Seahawks Panthers with Tate today. Tate thinks like every player's on Adderall. He's almost like wow. prove me wrong. You're not on Adderall. Yeah. And, he, and anytime there's a close up of anyone, Tate's like, look at his pupils. Look at him. Look at those pupils. <laughs> But uh, I think Andy Reid might have discovered Adderall or something. Nice. I want to see Tate pee in a cup. I'll tell you that. That's what I want to (laughs) say. I think you definitely want to see it today. (laughs) My Christmas gift. uh, So I have a couple more things before we get to the lines. And we could could hit some of this stuff when we we do the lines. But Mm -hmm. um, Earl Thomas out for the year, it looks like. It looks like he has a fractured tibia. And he's already tweeting farewells and all this stuff. This is great for your team. I know, I know, I know you don't want you. You're following all kinds of karma rules here. All I'm pointing out is that the Seahawks were the most dangerous team in your conference, right. and they just lost their defensive leader and the guy who, if you go over the middle, he's going to be one of the two guys waiting for you. And now he's mm-hmm. gone, and it just continues to look like it's coming up, Cowboys. Over and over and over and over again, and it just has to make you, in a weird way, sick to your stomach. You have to just well, be nervous. Well, add, add this to it, the whole thing. Who who gave us Dak Prescott? The Seattle Seahawks. Oh, they is that They put Tony Romo out for the year. Don't forget. Oh, the so, Mo, the, their version of the Mo Lewis hit. You're right. Right. That's it. In preseason game. So everyone who thinks Dak can't lose and doesn't look like he can, uh, yeah, blame the Seahawks. And you're right. Now they're thinner and, and, and defensively, and that's not going to help them. You know, your team uh, your team on Thursday really took care of yeah. business in that Vice game, and then Dak slid like a half inch earlier than he should have, and then all of a sudden it was a game, and it looked like the first stupid loss the Cowboys were going to have all season. But he fought it off. I was proud of you. You know what? He slid in bounds, though. I think 90% of the rookies slid, go out of bounds there, and but maybe get the first down. So right. I, I think he had to choose one or the other. He probably thought he slid far enough anyway, but... That was that was uh, that was interesting. That was like a, a a gutty move, I thought. And also, I'll say this: I've never been less worried about a team driving on me down eight on my team down eight as I was when Sam Bradford had to, and they did score. But then when they moved the two point conversion back, it was a false start. They moved it back to the seven and a half. I said, this team doesn't have a play from the seven and a half. <laughs> right. There's just not one play. Like just double covered Thielen or whoever it is out there, and uh, and that was it. Yeah, I. I, I want to cross them off, but I guess we can't cross anyone off in the NFC North. I actually have yeah. the cross-off teams for you. Let me Tell me if you agree with this. That's it. Uh, all right. Well, we have the original six, the Jets, the Rams, the Bears, the Jags, the Niners, the Browns. Mm-hmm. I think Arizona is in there, 
even though they won today. I think they're five, six, and one, but I just don't see. I, I don't nine six and one. Does that get a wild card? Maybe, but that also involves them running the slate, and they are not good enough. And I just I think didn't see that. Yeah, I thought that was process. a trap game for Washington. We're probably not going to see a lot more of that out of Arizona the rest of the year. You know, it it had the makings of exactly the kind of cover you wanted from Washington plus two and a half, and then mm-hmm. Arizona kind of went for the jugular up up one, and for once Palmer made a play that looked like last year's Palmer, and they got the TD, right. and they won by eight. So yep. I'm crossing off Zona. San Diego obviously is out. Carolina obviously is out. And what's funny is if Carolina, you would have thought like with Atlanta losing and the Saints losing, that all of a sudden Carolina was like, wow, if we go 9-7, and seven, we could win this division. Let's do this, guys. And instead they lose right. by 30. And I think uh-huh. Philly is unquestionably a cross-off now. So now we have 11 cross-offs. Did you say Cincinnati? Cincinnati. I, 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 I forgot Cincinnati. But yeah, Cincinnati too. So, so eight, we have, set, yeah, because eight, eight, seven, and one's not doing it. No, they're out. They're done too. We have right. uh, eleven cross-offs in after thirteen weeks. Not crossing off New Orleans yet. Hmm. Yeah, I, I so that, nine and seven New Orleans. Here's the thing with New Orleans: they play Tampa Bay two out of the next three weeks. Yeah, that's why I couldn't cross them off. Okay, I think there's right. a there's a possibility of a three-way nine and seven NFC South tie. Can't be ruled out. I I think the Saints have been probably the hardest team to figure out this year. Because yeah. they've had games where they've just crushed people. They had, they could only score seven points against the Giants. They look great mm-hmm. against other teams. It's like, what are they? What's going? What's happening with the Saints team? Their defense looks good some days. Today, yeah, I mean, football's exciting when Drew Brees is in the dome throwing three touchdowns and four hundred yards. That, that, let's just all let's all, just all agree on that. And so when he starts off slow against Detroit and just never never gets there, and he's yeah, he threw three interceptions. It's like ah. Man, this is a team I want to see in January, but they're hey, not helping um, themselves out. We had to take a quick break to talk about Blue Apron. Stop wasting All money right. on expensive takeout. What if you signed up with Blue Apron? For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron will deliver all of the fresh ingredients you need for a delicious home-cooked meal. They have the highest standards for ingredients. They build a community of home chefs that has no rival. Some of the meals available in December include roasted pork and braised cabbage with barley and glazed apples, <laughs> Thai green coconut curry, with sweet potato and jasmine rice. Oh, and brown butter and chestnut gnocchi with Brussels sprouts and pea shoot salad. Pea shoot salad was one of my favorite wrestlers in the 70s. Remember him? Yeah. He was great. <laughs> Thanks for the courtesy laugh. I appreciate that. Right now, you can get your first three Blue Apron meals for free with free shipping just by going to blueapron.com slash BS. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And since we're talking about... Uh, our favorite sponsors that we love and partners, promotional partners. Don Julio is the world's original handcrafted tequila with multiple unique tequilas, including Don Julio 1942, the best luxury tequila you'll ever drink. And every Monday, even though we're doing this Sunday night, Sal and I take a Don Julio shot of the week on either the Monday night game or the Thursday night game. Now we have Colts Jets tomorrow night, and I think the Colts are favored by two and a half. Is that correct? Right, that's right. I'm taking the Colts we, as my shot of the week. I think I, I just I, I just have a feeling I can't fight it. I think they're terrible. It's a bad roster. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. But God, I just feel like we're gonna see the Colts in the playoffs and it pisses me off. It's Colts Chiefs. All right, I'm gonna stay away from that. I don't know why. I just have a weird feeling. And by the way, we did Don Julio wrong last week. We we both jumped on the Cowboys. 
And uh, <laughs> we had the lead for a while, but we skunked. Even the Cowboys, we, we mushed. But I um, don't, By the way, I would do that 100 times out of 100. We're up 17-9. Really? The Cowboys had the ball with three minutes left and the best offensive line in the last five years, and they needed a first down. And, yeah, you know, I, I would do that again 100 times out of 100. My apologies to Don Julio, though. Sorry, Don Julio. I don't know how many times we can keep apologizing, but this time we really mean it. I'm going to go to the Thursday game, so let's go over the line first, and then I'll tell you who I'm taking. All right. Week 14 lines. Wow, week 14. Mm-hmm. We only have one, two, three, eight, eight of these left. I'm sad. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, including this. I'm very clamped. And plus, if, if you keep going one and two and oh and three in the Cousin South Shore thing, you might only have <laughs> eight weeks you. left as a human being. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have less than that. I'm getting uh, near death threats on these on these free picks that I'm giving out. Unbelievable. <laughs> free, free pick. You went. What, what was the one you won today? You bought Ravens. You bought the Ravens. Oh, the Ravens was it? Yeah, I, I did the heady move by buying a half a point to minus three, and they won by seventy five points. So, <laughs> wow. Good, it's really good strategy. What were the two you <laughs> lost on? You lost on the Bills, and you lost on. I had the Falcons, you know, up 13-6. I just, just uh, I'm telling you, that fake punt turned everything around. But bad pick. Now you should take the Panthers. Oh wait, they lost by 30. All right. So Thursday- <laughs> well, let's just do it with the Bills though, because I'm really still mad about that. And I tweeted this, but okay, Rex, you don't have the uncomfortable Thanksgiving dinner to look forward to. You could fire your brother now. That's enough. That's enough of the. Uh, uh, you know, far be it from me to uh, scream about nepotism, but how many points does this team have to give up in a big game? <laughs> so the Bills, the Bills have given up 41 points to the Patriots and 38 to the Bills and 31 to the Seahawks and 37 to the, oh. Jet, the Jets. The Jets. Yeah. Those are four Bills games this year. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, they could steal that wild card. All right, what do you have for Thursday night? Um, well, I have the TVs on in my office, and right now Herm Edwards is answering a Chris Berman question. I can't hear what he's saying, but his eyes are narrow. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's. I think they hogtie him to the chair so he can't get up and walk away. I think they're happy just that his eyes are open, ever. <laughs> I'm sitting in that chair. <laughs> uh, all right, so we have Chiefs. And we have uh, the Raiders. Raiders at the Chiefs, ten and two at nine and three. It's a, it's a tough one. The the going west to Missouri's what? Does that eh, is that the that's not the Midwest? Where is Missouri? Where? It's Midwest. Of course, it's Midwest. So it's, it's, it's but it's, it's close to I don't know. It's like you know, dead, last dead week center. You, you you said the Chiefs were a bird, and now this week you're saying you're not sure <laughs> that they're say in that. the Midwest. <laughs> did say that. A lot of problems. You need to, we need to go to a Chiefs game, I think. Missouri's yeah, like, no, Oakland's going to Missouri's Oakland's very close east, to the so. south. Well, they're flying They're flying the wrong way. So right. I, I okay. have the Chiefs. <laughs> I hope you're not flying the plane. They're never going to get there. I had the Chiefs <laughs> minus three and a half against the Raiders. Yeah, you nailed it. I said, uh, I said minus four, and you get that right. That's minus a great game. A Another good Thursday night game. Thursday night is back. I just hope Thursday, the fact that it's Thursday doesn't screw it up and we're not looking at 7-3 with a bunch of turnovers uh, in the, early in the fourth, you know? I said this a couple years ago and was proven correct. And ironically, it was with the Chiefs-Raiders game. It was uh, mm-hmm. a Thursday nighter. And I remember watching it in New York City. And I think I even predicted the Raiders were going to win or come damn close. And the mm-hmm. Raiders were either winless or like had one win. And 
my most of my reason for the pick was that Andy Reid hadn't been Andy Reid in a while, and we were due for an Andy Reid game. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that point from myself. Three, four years later, however many years it's been. Wow. I think we're due for an Andy Reid game, and it feels like Thursday night football might be the night for him. As you said before, he's been lights out. Right. It's been lights out all year. Everybody, everybody loves this Chiefs team. Everybody's fired up for the Chiefs. You just said that you thought they were the best team in the AFC. Yeah, uh, that's enough reason to go against them, just me saying it, yeah. Well, I'm making this my Don Julio shot. I'm going for all those reasons. The Chiefs already beat them 26-10 in Week 6. Oakland, why wouldn't you take Oakland getting any kind of points these days? I'm going Kansas City. Okay. I think they're the most balanced team. I'm taking them minus 3.5. All right, so if the Chiefs win this game, uh-huh. They will be hold on, I'm calling it up. Ten and three. Ten and three with Tennessee, Denver, and San Diego left. Still not easy. But two of those are home. Yeah. How scared are you on a scale of one to ten of having Denver at home? And if you're anybody who's a, a playoff caliber team. Playing in the playoffs, or what are you saying? December, January, Denver's coming to town that week. How scared are you on a scale of one to ten if you have a good team? I don't, I don't know. I don't expect to score a lot of points, and if it's cold and you're in a cold weather place, that it's not great. It's not ideal scheduling. I'll say that much. But if but I, they are beatable for sure. They could have lost today. Yeah, I think if you have those fast running back, wide receiver guys mm. coming out of the backfield, the Chiefs are kind of perfect for. With Denver's issues yeah. is the linebackers. All right, let's go to yeah. uh, let's go to Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Let's start off with that. Pittsburgh it's a nice seven one. and five, Buffalo six and six. It's a good game. I watched a lot of that Steelers Giants game today. I watched football mm-hmm. all day with my son today. My son's starting to become nice. intrigued by football, and we created a DraftKings team for him. It was the first oh, time yeah, ever. I saw that. Yeah, because. Uh, <laughs> He was all excited. He was like, I, I wanted to have some money on it. Well, I'm like, well, do a DraftKings team. You can root for players on different teams. Mm-hmm. Um, again, DraftKings does not sponsor this podcast. It's just, I actually like DraftKings. But right. um, so we do the team, and it's really cute. He does, he picks Travis Benjamin and Kelvin Benjamin because his name's Ben. It was a lot mm-hmm. of stuff like that. He loves Odell because the one hand he catches. Whenever we play football, he catches that catches with one hand. So right. I was like, so he's trying to pick a quarterback. And I was like, why don't you take Odell's quarterback? He's like, yeah, yeah, good idea, good idea. So we take, so he has Eli and Odell. And mm-hmm. it was really fun to watch a nine-year-old live through a shit Eli game for the first time. Because <laughs> we all take it for granted now after 12 years, the, the four to seven times a year where Eli just takes a giant ramrod and rams it right up your butthole. Um, yeah. My son had never really experienced it before. And was correctly answering questions or asking questions like, Dad, why did he throw it to the other team? Why doesn't he throw it to Adele? Like, and just, and by the end of the second quarter, he left. He went to watch the Simpsons marathon and uh, FXX. Well, so, I'll tell you why, because it was one of the questions, Dad, why does OBJ have only one target in the first half? Because yeah, that, that's exactly what he had. And this team's not going to go very far if that continues. He, he lit it up in the second half where they went to him, and that's when they closed the gap a little bit, but... Yeah. Well, what's interesting about it, it it was just a classic Eli game. I mean, they have some issues, obviously. Jennings is the slowest running back I think I've seen in 10 years. And it's Mm -hmm. tough when he's out there with the tight ends that they have. It's a pretty predictable offense. Um, Mm -hmm. On the other hand, you know, they gave away 14 points inside the Pittsburgh 10. 
Yeah, right. they had two really good chances there. And I, I the final score I don't think was indicative of of that game. I actually thought if that game was played ten times, there were ways the Giants could have either won that game or lost by three. I thought their defense did a really nice job. And uh yeah. and the problem is Eli, I don't know if it's the offense or if Eli's just getting older or what's going on, but man, he makes some weird, weird, weird decisions. Like wide receiver screens where the defensive back is already hitting the wide receiver as Eli's throwing it to him. Like a lot of weird moments like that. Or just Mm -hmm. throwing to Odell like seven times out of 10 plays in a row and the Steelers are double covering him. He's throwing to him anyway. I don't know. Well, that was probably not a good halftime experience based on what I said. He had one target, and uh, I'm sure there was a lot of screaming <laughs> and and, uh, and and Eli having to, to eat shit there and then just overcompensated. But it does seem like the Giants are dependent on Odell making two big plays a game to win. Like, I don't know. Right. There's no, I know there's no stats for this, but it seems more than any other team that's the duo that needs to hook up uh, for, in order to have some success. It does seem like they do not have a lot of 15-play drives. Right. You know? And you're right. They they have these games where it's like, oh, Odell just got loose again for a 70-yarder. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they're in danger of 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 not being a playoff team. Yeah, no Which great is, tight end. Not the, the most controversial good. opinion, but, you know, they they play you guys this week. They're Detroit the next week, and then they're at Philly, at Washington. And uh, I don't know. Those are the, right. especially the at Washington one that could be basically for a playoff spot. Yeah, at Philly, at Washington, those teams will both be playing to beat the Giants, even if they're even if they're out of it by then. But Washington won't be. I hey, remember think. remember the hilarity when I had a show called Any Given Wednesday and Wentz was playing oh, yeah. well, and it was like Any Given Wednesday, and it was like, hey, we're mm-hmm. Any Given. Now it's I don't have a show anymore. Is it and possible he really that your either. show your show cursed the quarterback? It might have. It might have. <laughs> It Wednesday went with Wentz. He certainly oh, has. No. He certainly has major accuracy issues. I. Yeah. If that first couple weeks were deceiving because he kind of lulled me into thinking he was, or and I'm sure a lot of other people he lulled us into thinking that he was ahead of his years and all that stuff. But I do think the league has a tendency to figure out young quarterbacks sometimes. Yeah. And it seems like they figured him out, and it's a mess. And he has terrible receivers and terrible running backs. I get it, but uh, I hope. Well, unfortunately that- for him, there's something called the All Twenty Two that you and I can watch and break down. And there are people much smarter than the two of us that could that could really study him and and figure out his schemes. And I think that's exactly what's happened in the last month or so. The well, Carson Wentz. If you're a Browns fan, you feel better about that trade than you did two months ago. That's for sure. Sure. And you know they that. Every time the Eagles lose, that's good for the Browns. That might be like the right. 10th, 11th pick. Now, now it's the Browns. They'll probably screw it up. But yeah, And, and yeah, then the exactly. Eagles. The good Eagles. The Browns. Well, the Eagles have that Vikings pick that might end up being like 12, 13, 14 range too. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're basically replacing that pick with the with the Bradford trade. All right, let's keep going. Yeah. All right, Pittsburgh. I don't know how we got off Pittsburgh, Buffalo. but Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh I have, I have, Buffalo. I have Pittsburgh by two, and I still don't totally understand this Pittsburgh team. Well, you, now you're two for two exactly because I had two and a half. So we're not ever doing this again Sunday night. Well, yeah, t- Pittsburgh given two. Tate was with me the whole time and can confirm that I didn't cheat. Tate. Tate <laughs> has trouble running these pools. I'm going to trust That's him. That's Tate had a big comeback <laughs> performance in the pool this week. <laughs> he did. He actually did. <laughs> um, Houston at Indianapolis. Houston at Indianapolis. Did you see any of Brock Osweiler in the snow? 
I, I try not to look. But, no, I did watch that game. It's funny. I kept that game on. The way we have it, we can we can play seven games. And I kept the San Fran-Chicago game on, too, even though I knew it was terrible. It's just so fun to watch the snow, right? Yeah. It's a, I don't know what it is. My my son was captivated. You mm-hmm. forget, like, the, first, the when you're a kid, the snow football game. And, and, and then he's asking, like, the Houston quarterback's really having trouble with his footing. Like a direct quote from my son. I'm like, no, that's every week. It has nothing to do with the snow. He's, exactly. Like, he always lumbers around like that. But Hopkins it, it always seems t- like it's quicksand for him. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe he needs to play in the snow every week. But uh, I have the w- – which one was this one? I'm sorry. I Houston at Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, I got, I got the Colts by three. All right, I'm going to get this one. I said three and a half. It's four and a half they made the Colts. Ooh. I've seen enough of Houston. Well, one thing's for sure: the AFC South playoff picture won't be any clearer after this game. So, I <laughs> let's not even try to figure it out. I have a word of. <laughs> it won't be after week seventeen. It won't be clear. I have, right. a, I have a word of advice for everybody who's just willing to write off the Texans in this game. First of all, I think that line is a point and a half too high. But mm-hmm. their last three games, they, yeah. they played Oakland, they played San Diego, and they played Green Bay. Oakland is obviously a contender. The other two are not, but they're at least decent football teams. All of those three teams are way better than anyone in the AFC South. So I would sure, urge people. Sure. And Oakland was the game they lost against Oakland was probably the best game they played in the last two months. They really, really could have, should have won that game. Yeah, they're six and six, but they beat the Titans. They beat mm-hmm. the they beat the Colts. Beat the Colts beat in the, overtime. Yeah. They beat the Jaguars. Right. So they're are they three and zero in the AFC South? Yeah, yeah, they That's are. All you have to do. Yeah, so I, is that I, it? That line is a little yeah. out of whack, is my point. All right, I'm, well, I would never ever bet it unless I had to fill it out for a pool anyway. But yeah. uh, Washington at Philadelphia. I'm still in on this Washington team. I, I I actually thought they played pretty well in that Cards game, and it was just one of those games. I have the yeah. I have the Washington professional football team by two points in Philly. Um. Oh, I get this. I said one and a half, and it's one, right? Yeah. Ooh, it's a tough one. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Philly looks like they're going in the wrong direction. I think it, it's funny. This happens in football sometimes. Who's Barry in North Carolina, Tate? He got injured. Barry. Okay, you knew this. Okay, all right. Uh, sorry, that just came up on the TV. The TVs are distracting. Or is this college basketball? Yeah, the TVs oh. are distracting. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, Washington won 27-20 in week six. And that was when the Eagles were good. So yeah, I oh, know. I was going to say about the Eagles. I think they realized, and I think this happens in football sometimes, where you realize your coach isn't that good. And kind of everyone mm-hmm. on the team realizes it. And they're in the locker room and they're like, getting hot tubs or they're going out to get a cheeseburger or they're... Mm-hmm. At some nightclub, and they're like, "Man, coach sucks." It's like, "Oh man, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I, I've been waiting to talk to somebody about this. Yeah, coach is terrible, and it does seem like, like now the Eagles are playing like a team that knows they don't have a good coach because they don't <laughs> have a good coach. Saturday afternoon special. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Coach is terrible. Has he done taking a shit? We better stop talking about him. <laughs> wait, wait. He's coming. Cut him. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Pretend we're talking about something else. Yeah, I just think when you have bad coach sometimes, look at the Rams. The yeah. Rams these last two weeks have been an abomination, and it turns out that they're extending Jeff Fisher, and I'm sure oh, the that's players— that's not a bad coach. He wouldn't have gotten an extension if he was a bad well, coach. Well, that's true. I, t- I take it back. He's Let so... me ask you this. Yeah. 
You're, you're, you're watching football with your son, Ben, next week. He gives it another another shot, uh, despite, you know, Eli Manning's attempt to ruin football for him. So he's like, all right, Dad, let's sit and watch it. And then you have a choice to, to ask him what's, you know, you, you, want, you want to say, son, you could, do, you could be anything you want to be. You could do anything you want to do. do which of these examples do you use? Do you use the Cavs down 3-1 to one to Golden State? Do you use the Cubs down 3-1 to one to the uh, Indians? Do you use Trump winning the presidency? Or do you freaking use Fisher, Jeff Fisher, being extended two years <laughs> when he can't put two wins together in a, certain, in a month? When he couldn't find Wh- the challenge flag. Couldn't find the challenge flag, and he thought Brandon Bolden and Danny Woodhead were two of my three running backs. Yeah. Oh my God. It's amazing. What I, is that? I think Fisher would give him the most hope, would be my guess. All right. Yeah, I guess, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, I think. You know, that's unbelievable. We were watching Jared Goff, who was just terrible in the Pats game today, mm-hmm. and not, not his fault entirely, because. Mm-hmm. They just were blitzing from all directions. The offensive line has no idea what's going on. Like Greg Robinson, what a train wreck pick that was. And they're mm-hmm. poorly coached. And it was just rough times for Goff. And so we're flipping around. And I started pretending I was an announcer. I'm like, let's go back to the Rams game where Jared Goff is just taking a shit on the field. And my son's dying. <laughs> we're just making all these Jared Goff jokes. And it's like, this guy was, was he the first pick in the draft? Yeah, he was the number one. Oh, man. Well, I, I brought, brought around. my son a lot Jeff, of joy. <laughs> if I'm Jeff Fisher, I, I get on the PA uh, system and I say to the fans, like, I told you, I told you he wasn't yeah, as I good. I told you. You, you. For months you were yelling at me to put him in. No, Look, this is what I told Listen to me from now on. But really make them think they're crazy. I think one of the announcers said at one point, like, well, they, they obviously missed Tavon Austin today. I'm like, Tavon Austin? Oh, <laughs> You'd be kidding me. All Tavon is a wide receiver screen. That's the only point they could even run for him. What a, what a shame. Uh, and what's funny is they blew that Greg Robinson pick. He went second. But then they also had the 13th pick, and Aaron Donald fell to them at 13. If he did that uh-huh. draft over again, he'd be a top five pick. But this was the draft that had Khalil Mack going fifth and Sammy Watkins and Mike Evans and Odell. And it was just a murderer's row of guys. And they had the second pick, and they took this guy Robinson, who they, they cannot keep on the field. Right. They benched him last week. But, man, what a whiff. I mean, if you hit, yeah. if two of the top thirteen picks in that draft, like you can make your team for ten years. Oh, and the, the worst is that they gave the fans hope. They were what? They were three and one, right? I mean, they had the terrible, the stinker of the Monday night opener, but they were three and one after that. Can you imagine if the Raiders were here this year? Yeah, in addition to the Rams, yeah, yeah, like no, it. it yeah, or if they had decided to come, or if it had just been the Raiders and Chargers or whatever, like this Raiders team. I actually think all the L.A. bandwagon fans, they would have loved Derek Carr and they would have loved Khalil Mack. It would have been great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Rams better hope the Chargers don't move here or the Raiders are not looking like they are anyway. But Why? Well, I, I would like competition. I would really hope, I really hope the Raiders figure out a way to stay in Oakland because it was really fun today and there's so much tradition with that team and it, I think it would just be a shame. And also you're talking about one of the fastest growing areas probably the fastest in america other than maybe la it's just like yeah what a shame the, the raider the the vegas raider crowd will be vastly different i'll say that they'll be hung over they'll just play blackjack like 45 minutes before that's true half the luxury suites will be filled with strippers yeah they're I don't new, know if we're ready for that their new crowd is your friends ken and harry 
That's right. <laughs> quick break. To, let's talk about propercloth.com. Every guy knows that it's hard to find a dress shirt that fits. You know that, Sal. Maybe the collar is too tight. The sleeves are too long. The shirt's too loose. Well, I have some good news. Ordering a custom fit shirt has never been easier thanks to proper cloth. You can create a custom shirt size in seconds by just answering 10 easy questions. No measuring required. Over 500 fabric styles to choose from. Everything from classic business, casual shirts, all high quality, starting at just $85. They have hundreds of five-star reviews on Google and Yelp. It's the highest rated custom shirt maker on Google. Find out why GQ, GQ calls them their favorite online custom shirt maker. Go to their easy-to-use website, make a custom profile, even order from your phone. They guarantee a perfect fit. Remakes are free, and the Proper Cloth team makes it super easy to do. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Look your best. Go to propercloth.com slash BS and enter gift code BS to save $20 on your first shirt. Again, propercloth.com BS slash BS. Gift code. There you go. BS. All right, let's do it. All right, Denver, Tennessee. Ooh. Good game, right? Yeah. yeah. Borderline loser leaves town match. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. I guess Tennessee can't really <laughs> leave town if eight and eight's going to win that division. But well, How eight and four is leaving town? I don't know. Well, Denver's eight and four. I know, but. They got to play all the other teams, and I think they're the third worst team, third best team in that in that this division. This is a big game, and Tennessee's had the, the one of the two bye teams from last week, this week, last they, whatever week. And they should be yeah. able to run on them. I, it's either three or three and a half Broncos, and I went back and forth, and I settled at Broncos by three. Uh, I thought I was seeing things here, and I said Denver by three also, so we'll split it. They have Tennessee favored by a point and a half. Mm. Is it because of Paxton Lynch's facial hair? <laughs> it can't be him, right? I mean, I guess if, if he's quarterback, Tennessee should be favored. Yeah. Paxton maybe they Lynch, don't think Simeon's coming back. 104 yards. Sunday. Not good. I mean, they won. Yeah. I picked the Jags in the office pool just because I thought their defense would keep it close because of Paxton Lynch. I forgot mm-hmm. that their offense was going to score all the points for Denver. Um, yeah. All Jacksonville had to do is basically just three downs and punt every single time and the final score would have been three three and they would have had a chance, you know? Right. Instead they they uh they they allowed Denver to, yeah. to win without doing anything offensively. Did you see that Bortles stat by the way? What was it? I know it was like nineteen for four fourteen forty two. What was he? What, what Bortles was it? no, this is different. Bortles has ten career wins and eleven career pick sixes. Mm-hmm. He has more career pick sixes than victories. Wow. That's good. I mean, that's good. That might be stat that's, of the year. That's pretty impressive. It's pretty that's good. Pretty impressive. It's pretty, pretty good. He also has, I he think. He should start working on the reversions, although his team would have to score for him to have a reversion, right? Yeah, that's, he's never going to set that record, a two-point reversion. I think uh, I think he has replaced Phil Rivers now as the best body language after something's gone bad from a good team. Mm-hmm. Like, he is now yeah. acting like the daughter from Homeland during season two. <laughs> After after everything goes wrong, just a lot of eye rolling and shoulder sagging and looking up into the sky. Dad! Dad! Tugging on her clothes, staring Dad. at her brother and leaving the room. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Dad, why are you like in a that. garage praying in a blanket? Dad! <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I think Denver could have lost. The Jaguars do a funny thing. Gus Bradley doesn't help. It was like, I, I might get the, have the numbers wrong, but... It was like two twenty left. 
They I had saw two that. timeouts. Yeah. And they punted from yeah. their 40, yeah. down seven. Like, come on. Try to win these games. 257 left, I think. Fourth and six. There was reports swirling that he might be the uh, the sad loser of the first coach fired bet. He's the one, huh? Remember? Who do we have? We had everybody else, right? Who do we have? Well, we we never ended up betting on it. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, but we, we about it a lot. no. The one we liked was McCarthy as like the super duper long shot, which would have really right, been a nice right. bet. But uh, that I think the shocker is Jim Caldwell was always one of the first ones we batted around, mm-hmm. and now you could make a case he's in. I don't know if he's in the running for coach of the year, but it has to be mentioned. If the if the trade's yeah. going to go eleven and five or twelve and four and sure, play defense not? and yeah, no, I'm with you. All right. Uh, well, I'm seeing now dress code violation for Cam Newton. You see that coach's decision dress code violation? That's absurd. I don't know what that means, but yeah. thanks, thanks to everyone who bet the Panthers. Thanks, yeah. thanks, coach. You didn't like the way he was dressing. Uh, thanks, mom. Arizona at Miami. That feels like a you're not bigger than the team, Cam. Right. Move to, under the guise of a dress code violation. Mm-hmm. I have Miami giving two and a half to the Cardinals, and I like Miami. You nailed it. You hit it exactly. I said four. I thought it was going to be a little higher. I thought we could maybe get off the Arizona's good thing, even though they won. But two and a half's fair. We still can. <laughs> but do you take Arizona? Who takes Arizona? Two and a half. Anybody? No. Going west to east like that? No. I, I think that, I think um, it's a farewell to Arizona. Minnesota at Jacksonville. Let me throw one thing at you, though. Every Mm -hmm. last six weeks of the season, somebody who stunk for most of the year gets hot and does really well and goes like 5-1 or 6-0 down the stretch. Could be them? No, you know, they're a candidate. I don't think it's going to be them, but there's no chance that that it's them, right? No, I don't think so. I I haven't seen their schedule, but they play Seattle again, right? Or are they done with them? I'm going to give it to you right now. No, they don't play I have them with home for New Orleans. No. At No, that's not. No, who do they play this? Oh, at Arizona, Miami. At Miami. Home for New Orleans, at Seattle on mm-hmm. a Saturday, and then at the yeah. Rams. Hmm. So that. Uh, I know those are going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be tough. Tough two and two, I think, there. No World Thomas for for Seattle. Right. Yeah. They, they, they like try. to play Seattle. They've had some good games against them. Yeah, yeah, maybe they're not a um, cross-off. Uh. No, we already crossed them off, though. We can't. It, it ends up being messy if you uncross a cross-off. Yeah, what am I saying? They stink. Forget it. <laughs> Minnesota at Jacksonville. Minnesota at Jacksonville is a game that I do not want to watch, even one minute of. <laughs> I have the Vikings by four. I said four and a half. It's three. Oh. Come on. So I win that one. You win that one, but we're, we're all going to lose that one when we bet Minnesota and they lose. I guarantee you I <laughs> won't on, bet Minnesota. Three. I promise you I won't put any money on Sam Bradford. You know, it's one of those things where they're 6-6 six and six now. and you, with, Remember, we were like, how are they 6-3? and three? It's like I can't believe they have enough wins to be 6-6 six and six at this point. I know. They've been so bad for so long. Their defense was I mean, pretty good against your team on Thursday. I don't were. know if it was a Thursday night thing or if they have a good defense, but... I, I liked how they played on defense, but, man, they are challenged well, offensively. Everybody gets up for the Cowboys, and almost nobody gets up for the Jaguars. So let's see Look what they do. Look at you, throwing out, and everybody gets up for the Cowboys. That was You know that. Wow, they you get sl- up for the, everyone gets up for New England, yeah, too. I, I know what I heard. Maybe the Rams. I know what I heard. San Diego, Carolina. 
Man, I, I, I had the Carolina by three. I don't feel good about it. I said by six. That was dumb. I went too high. You, you nailed it. It's three. I uh, went too high. Those are... The, I what is Derek Anderson wearing that the coach likes so much? This is what I want to see. It's a Derek, great, great outfit. <laughs> right? Go, th- go throw an interception, then go sit down. <laughs> Stupid. Well, the problem with this game is either of these teams, both of these teams, or none of these teams might have quit for the season. Mm-hmm. So I, I would advise everyone out there to stay away from this game. I know. Do not put but, any money yeah. in this game. All right. Philip Rivers homecoming, Tate points out. Oh, he's from the tobacco state. Oh, really? Yeah. How nice. He hired a he hired a private plane to take his whole family back. The eight kids. Uh, so this is uh, we always talk about how they don't have a home advantage. This is his home advantage. This is it if he has one at all. Well, especially if it's a whole week of Carolina people being mad about Cam Newton. Right. It's like, oh, Philip right. Rivers, his hometown boy. Oh. Kind of, I'm worried kind of that I know you said I know you said we're not going to bet it, but I worry that one of us or both of us can have a strong opinion on this game. No, please don't let me have an opinion. All right, I'm going to write. I'm going to mark something. To I the was side. proud of myself. I didn't wager on anything this week. I didn't like the slate this week. No, it was smart. I I I, I just felt like it was a it was a day wide stay away. I didn't like anything. I did, was prepared for. I I like the Chiefs getting more than we three would add in New Orleans on a teaser. We would add New Orleans on the teaser for sure, right? I picked Detroit in that game. I let, I thought the line was too really? high. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, just week fourteen. I've never liked week yeah. fourteen. It's always wonky. Well, that's this week. I mean, week thirteen. I'm sorry. Week thirteen. Man. Week yeah. four. Week right, fourteen. This- I feel like we've done either week fourteen or week fifteen is is the week when perennially there's a lot of big upsets. But then you look yeah. at all the lines that we have this week, and none of the lines are higher than six. So I guess that's out the window. Well, and I, and there's already three lines that I don't like that look fishy, and this is another one: Cincinnati at Cleveland. What do you think? Oh my God, I have a Cincy by five. All right, I said seven. It's four and a half. Yeah, so I so what are they doing? It's <laughs> how many times they made it seven against the Giants? Like these teams like self destruct, unless. Hugh Jackson's like, look, this is the only game we could win. We have to go to Buffalo, and then what? They have to go to Pittsburgh the last game of the season, and the one in the middle is like home against San Diego. This might be their best shot. I think that's why the rival. that's why the line is like that, and that's why I think we can bet on them going zero and sixteen. It's my it's plus one sixty if if they actually yeah. go zero and sixteen. We hey, could uh, do it. Sir, go ahead. My wife and I have been watching this new show. It's on TBS. Have you heard of it? It's called what? Search, no, Par- Search Party. Oh, Search Party, yeah. Oh man, you you've actually heard about it? Go ahead. What is it? Oh, it's it's these four friends, and they have kind of this this friend that's not even really. It's like an acquaintance who goes missing, and mm-hmm. they all the the lead girl gets obsessed with it and starts looking for the friend, and. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like a comedy, but it's it's also very binge watchy. Right. And uh, I'm disappointed you you heard about it because I was going to sell it like it was a fake show, but then it's actually a real I, I, show. I'm still not sure. I'm still about thirty <laughs> percent sure. I, I was going to ask where it's running, and then that's usually when we find out if it's fake or not. <laughs> no, it's it's on TBS. It's actually good. I recommend it. I think the girl's Someone super cute. Someone else said they liked it. Yeah, the I girl's, think Daniel said he liked it or t- something. Yeah. I think her name's like Aaliyah Shawcott or something like that. I think uh-huh. she's good. I like her. Rod- what is it? Netflix? Where no, is it? Uh, TBS. 
Oh, TBS. Okay. The only problem right. with these on-demand binge-watch shows is that they have the commercials and you can't fast-forward them. Oh, right. They don't let you do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just all these TV networks should just put everything on demand and have nothing live. And then we're just stuck mm-hmm. with the commercials. As if they want to sell commercials, do that. Yeah. All right. Keep yeah, going. They, they're like, it's like they want to make money off these things. I know. It's seriously. Weird. So strange. <laughs> Chicago at Detroit. Oh, this is a skipper. I have. No, you, you have to guess. Oh, I didn't. I didn't write this one down. So I'm going to have to do. <laughs> I'm what does to, it matter? Chicago at Detroit. <laughs> okay, I didn't write this one down for some reason, so I'm going to guess this one on the fly. I have the Lions by ten. Oh, okay, I was going to get mad when you when you nailed it exactly. I said seven. It's eight. Okay, I now, deserve to lose that some, one because I somehow missed it. I did some research. One of the Lions' losses against the Bears. Yeah, that's crazy to me. How would that happen? Seven, one, of, one of the Bears' three wins is against the Lions, 17-14, way back in the day. I think that line's a little too high. And I also, we've seen this a you, million you times. You 10. Well, how do you think eight's too high? I just was guessing what Vegas would think. I, I didn't know uh, right. my own personal feelings. But I, right. think, uh, I think that second divisional game, everyone always forgets that they're, it, it's always tighter than you think it's going to be. Could be close. Yeah. All right. Because the teams are familiar and they get fired up and all that. I've gotten uh, kicked in the nuts too much betting against Detroit this year, so um, I'll, I'll I'll just pass like you suggested earlier. On. Yeah, can we make uh, a pact not to put them in a tease? I'm putting X's almost next to every game so far. Okay. Um, Jets at Niners. Jets at Niners. I have the Jets by two and a half. Let's just skip through this one as fast as we can. I said Jets by three and a half. Are okay. you sure you want to skip it? Because Vegas has it as a pick. And all I was going to say is if you do a money line on, on Cincinnati over Cleveland, and then if you lose that and double up on money line on the Jets over San Francisco, you have to win one of those, don't you? I, no wins, one I'm, win, they're both going to win? I'm not doing either of those things. All right. What's next? C- Seattle at Green Bay. Ooh. I had – oh, man. See, I've, I did this before the Earl Thomas thing. I'm going to change my nah, – Nah, you know what? I'll change it by point. Seahawks by one and a half. All right, you're going to get it. I, I thought about this too long, and I just said a pick. I couldn't take it. It's uh, Seahawks by two and a half. Oh, that's what I had originally. I'm stupid. You did? Yeah. I I, thought... This is the one we should stay away from because <laughs> we're going to have a serious opinion about this. I need to really look at the entire history of Seahawks versus Packers before I before I feel like there's been a lot of memorable games with these two, and I just want to make I sure I'm on the right side. I can't even remember one. Well, the, I can't even remember. Oh, one. stop it! The Phil Mary. <laughs> I know, oh. I know. What, what are you talking about? What about the championship game? Wasn't that the big one? The big comeback? Yeah, yeah, that. Green Bay was killing them, and it went to overtime. They at least four or five. Yeah, there's for a some lot. reason the Phil Mary really jumps out. I think that was one of the great Monday night moments of all time. That was fun. Uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Mm. As I said before, this is they play in two weeks again. I have Bucks by three. I think I nailed it. I said three also. It's two and a half. I that's, like the Bucks. The Bucks are coming on, man. The Bucks have found a, a diamond in the rough in this guy, Brate. Now, Brate's a guy that every fantasy owner has dropped and picked up every week, yeah. every Wednesday night between week nine and week 13. 
And uh, he's now the go-to man if Evans isn't open. He's great. Jameis. And him and Jack Doyle are tied for most times an announcer have mentioned how much everybody on the team loves them. <laughs> he's, a, he's very popular. Uh, I like that. Yeah, you got to protect your fantasy team, Sal. And you also have to protect your home. Oh, I yeah. see what you were waiting yeah, for. Yeah, protect All your right. home this winter. Have a seat. Take a breath. Listen up. Right now, Simply Safe Home Security is having its biggest deal ever. Get $200 off their exclusive holiday package. You heard me, $200. With Simply Safe, you don't have to worry about burglars casing your house. You don't have to worry about weird noises at 3 a.m. Simply Safe protects your family with 24-7 professional security monitoring and enough sensors to defend your entire home. You get 24-7 professional monitoring, just 15 bucks a month. That's less than half what the other guys charge, by the way. And by having it, you can save up to 20% on your home insurance. Try Simply Safe right now. Get your $200 off today at simplysafebs.com. Go now. The sale ends soon. That's Simply Safe with two eyes. Once again, simplysafebs.com. All right. All right. Let's do it. One more uh, late afternoon game Atlanta at the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, God. The, I, I, the game's going to be delayed by 10 minutes for the standing ovation for Jeff Fisher. And that's his contract <laughs> yeah. extension. The, the fans have such a good history with him. Uh, the Falcon- Why don't they just have him and, uh, and Eric Dickerson fight already? This is great. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard an ex-player go out on a limb so much to get a coach fired? He I actually brought up, the, brought up the nude pictures joke that we haven't heard in 20 years. Like, he must have nude pictures of somebody. That's great. It's crazy. <laughs> Oh, man. So good. It would be funny if Jeff Fisher fired back about his sideline reporting for the, the Dickerson. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot about that. Falcon, right. Falcons by six. All right. I, I went four and a half, and it's five and a half, so you get it. You killed me this week. Absolutely buried I me. love Sunday nights. I rise to the occasion on Sunday nights like the Cowboys. <laughs> good. All right. Dallas at the Giants, Sunday night. Great game. Is this a game every year? Dallas and the Giants are always a Sunday night game, right? Well, it's usually um, the first week. They find a way to put it on the first Sunday night. Okay. But, yeah, it's, 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 they always find one of them. The Cowboys are going to be either favored by three or three and a half. I think it's going to be three, and I like the Cowboys. Yeah, I went too low. I said one, and it is three. You're really nailing these exactly. It's very suspicious. but It's not that suspicious. Cow- I lost my TV <laughs> show about four weeks ago, and I've been throwing myself <laughs> oh. into football. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm as, I'm now. It's uh, listen. It's it's. I'm locked in. I have more time I mean, to watch it, football now. I guess now. it was worth it, right? It totally. <laughs> really, <laughs> if I was gambling more, it would, it would have been worth it. <laughs> I mean, we play for nothing. This stupid game. <laughs> um, I'm not nervous about this Cowboys Giants game. It's the first the Cowboys Giants game I haven't been nervous for in years. I have a prediction. I think that line climbs to like five and a half by. Wow. Uh, by, really? By by next week, yeah, because they're better. They're just a better football team. But they were giving, what were they giving uh, Minnesota? Three and a half. Yeah, but I, I, you can make the case Minnesota might be better than the Giants, and they also have seventeen nine. Mm-hmm. They were going to cover. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you're right. right. They, you're right. If the Vikings line was four, maybe it at least climbs to four. Will not stay at three. I think it's around three, three and a half. Yeah. But Monday, Baltimore, New England. Talk about good, good. History. <clears throat> yeah, this, this are, is. Uh, you got Seattle, Green Bay, Baltimore, New England. As far as out of division games, those are um, those are really good rivalries. This pisses me off because it's going to be a three point game, and yet the Pats will be favored by six and a half points. I said seven, and they're up to seven and a half already. That makes me mad. 
you beat me, you can crush me, Bill Simmons. Look at that, like 12 to 6 or something. That's terrible that that line's that high. Why? We need something to tease with something. Why? Well, what are we going to do? I can't bet against the Patriots. No, I know. What do you mean? Patriots and somebody else. Oh, I think I think the Pats could lose this game. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't want to hear this. This is nonsense. You don't think they could lose? I think they could lose this game. I think the Ravens are completely unafraid of the Patriots. They have a very good defense, and they have had a lot of success playing very close games and sometimes beating the Patriots over years and years. They and are years. pretty impressive, I will say. I bet the Ravens two weeks in a row, and <clears throat> it doesn't look like their offense is going to be dynamite, but... Flacco's in trouble, and he throws that screen to Pitta, and it goes for 13. And it's like, oh, I'm going to see that in three plays again. And you do. And they just they just move the ball. It's weird. Well, the other thing is Dixon's pretty good. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's not – it's not like Arizona getting David Johnson down the stretch of last year or anything, but he's – their they're right. running backs are at least confident now, and they can rotate them and do some stuff. Whereas you have the Giants mm-hmm. that are trying to do that with Jennings and Perkins and just can't. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah, worried well, about that game. Well, there you go, Bill. You you won, and it's six six two after fourteen weeks. I my history of warning people that so and so plays the Patriots well and be careful. Of this one is 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 pretty good. So I would I would, I would urge everybody. No, I know. Respect. The I know, but Belichick. Listen, Belichick's more aware than you are. I think. He he might step it up here. It is funny the defense and the Rams are terrible. I don't want to take anything great away from this game, but uh, you know they the, this guy they got from this linebacker they got from Detroit that's playing in some of the Collins plays now, and he got an interception today. And it does feel like more of a Belichicky type team than it did, you know, a month and a half ago. More no name mm-hmm. guys and. I, it, it, I'm a little more optimistic about the defense, but at the same time, they've just played a terrible schedule. And, you like uh, it when Hogan catches a touchdown and like spikes it and it's going crazy. You're like, wow, this is this is a new guy I can get excited for. This is I do than like it. Amendola or anybody else catching it. It's more fun. They do have. They are going to have trouble stretching the field against good teams, and that's what the Ravens are going to. They're not going to be able to throw over their heads, and the Ravens are going to mm-hmm. keep everything up. But it'd be a really interesting game, and uh, probably a better. Better uh, test for the Ravens because if the Ravens can go in there and win, I think we have to take them seriously. I'll, I'll tell you this too. I see Gronk. We see. I know you got very upset by it. You see him with the Walker in the in the uh, hallway of the hospital. He he, he could be back next week. <laughs> oh, you could see it. You could just see it. The guy's coming back. It really hurts. I just miss him. It's just I, I guess say it's just not as much fun to watch the Pats when he's out there. It's still my team. I still love Brady. It's still great. Yeah. But Gronk was. The home run hitter, you know, it was like the Manny Ramirez or the Ortiz that, you know, you just kept watching because you were waiting for them to throw it to him. Is everyone wrong about Martellus Bennett? Because I know when they were together out there, it was going to be uh, like gangbusters, and Gronk was still good. But um, did he have one, two fantasy points today? Zero? I wasn't sure and what he did. My guess is that they, they're saving a couple things for the Ravens and the Broncos. I they're see. saving the weight right. and... The White and Lewis in the backfield and shotgun, they're saving that one. They're saving some of the Bennett plays. I'm sure they're just, you know, they know they need to win one of those two games. Uh, what do you right. have to plug? That's it. Uh, Cousin South sure thing. I was one and two this week, but still a profit on the year. I'm turning it around this week. I, as you can see, there's a lot of games I love out there on the slate. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live 
Monday, Will Smith and celebrity chef Adam Perry Lang. Later in the week, oh. Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Gosling, a couple other Ryans, Jennifer Aniston, and the cast of the new Star Wars movie will be on uh, Friday. And I'm on at the cousin Sal on Twitter. God, remember yeah, the days week. when it was like the cast of Joe Millionaire? Now he's getting the cast in the Star Wars movie. <laughs> Unbelievable. Our yeah. cousin. Uh, thanks to Simply Safe, save 200 off their exclusive holiday package, full on burglar protection, 17 sensors, wireless connection, 24 7 home security. Keep your home safe around the clock. Get off $200 off today. Go to simplysafebs.com. The sale ends soon. Thanks to Proper Cloth. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Start wearing custom shirts that fit perfectly because you created them by answering 10 easy questions. Bring Proper Cloth into your life. Go to propercloth.com slash BS. Enter gift code BS to save $20 on your first shirt. Again, propercloth.com slash BS. Gift code BS. Thanks to theringer.com. Remember, uh, did a giant back and forth about the future of football last week with Malcolm Gladwell. That's on the website. Hopefully some more stuff this week. We have uh, two more podcasts, one Wednesday with a special celebrity guest and uh, and football and basketball on Friday. And then the cuz comes back. We haven't. So this will be Dallas Giants Sunday night. And then you coming back Monday. It's like old times. It almost feels like that. The, the Cowboys could blow that game because we haven't had that happen this year. That's true. You coming That's on true. pissed off? I don't off feel vulnerable after, enough. You're I know. Right. I know. You coming <laughs> on pissed off after a Giants loss it could be fun. All right, cuz right. thanks for uh, doing the special Sunday night thing. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy.